You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul. Let's get to the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me here on From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and I am in addiction recovery. And this week, as always, I am thoroughly excited to be able to bring to you what I have discovered about myself over the last week or two and bring that in um, as I know all of us are doing what we're doing in our own sobriety and recovery journeys. And it's it's a constant day-by-day uh, enjoyment for some, battle for others, wherever I'm finding you at. I know that you are well on your way to really fully seizing what it is to be in sobriety and recovery. And you're already on the path to being the best version of yourself. And so thank you for coming here and, and looking for more information to continue the journey, which I know I will bring to you because... Um, you're here. And that's what I do whenever you arrive. (laughs) So, right? Right. And so thinking about what my last week has been like, I just got back from speaker training. Um, For some of you who follow me on social media, regardless if it's at Jesse Mogul or at From Sobriety to Recovery, you know I'm a professional speaker going to colleges and high schools and addiction centers and, and talking to people about ways to just have a better uh, po- you know, positive habit creation, mindfulness and intention setting. Um, really, I, I speak on so many different topics and you get a taste of them while you're here listening to the show. And so I went back and did this speaker training for the second time. I went last year right around now. And so it's been a year. And so I went back for a refresher course because it's been a year. I've spoken a lot of different places picked up a couple bad habits, uh, a couple little ticks and, you know, little pet peeves that I'm not thrilled with. And in other, in other cases, I am just doing an amazing job when I'm up there. And so, you know, going into the training and being able to say, oh, okay, well, this is something I started doing that I'm not thrilled about. Let's, let's get in there and change that. And this is something that I've been doing really well. Let's, let's raise the bar on that. And so I love going back in and doing trainings for things that I've already been doing. I highly recommend for all of us, regardless of where you think you are on, you know, the the neophyte, you know, the the the, the white belt of something versus if you're, you know, triple black belt. Regardless of where you are, uh, I'm a big proponent for going back. And if you're like the supreme expert, go back and take a, a, a beginner class on that thing that you're a supreme expert in. And see if you don't come out of there with a new piece of knowledge, maybe a better way to teach it, a better way to learn, a, a better way of thinking about it. Like there's going to be something that you take from it. Um, as the old saying goes, a wise man and a fool meet upon a, meet upon a road who learns more. It's the wise man because he always listens. And so that's the mentality I went into the speaker training with. And I really gained a lot of amazing insights for myself uh, that I'll be able to take out on do on the stage. Uh, The person who does this puts this on is Matt Browning. Uh, He's my NLP um, life coach. He does so much for me. He helped me get College Success Habits launched, which is my newest show. And if you know anyone, uh, you know, I almost said, if you know someone in college or high school, you should turn them on to this. You should turn anyone on to this in general if they're looking for uh, some amazing life hacks, tips, knowledge. Uh, the things I cover over there are more around an entire life 
kind of journey. Whereas here, I'm very much focused on my sobriety and recovery and the things that I'm learning to be able to offer to you so that you too can rise above where you're at today and be a better version of yourself tomorrow. And that's really what College Success Habits is, is it's an opportunity for me to go in and talk to people um, regardless of their age and, and help them become a better version of themselves that, than they are today. Uh, of course, getting through to high school and college kids, um, especially the younger ones, and getting them before they start to accumulate habits that lead them to a situation where they have no other choice but to go into sobriety and recovery or, you know, die or prison, you know, uh, the latter being horrible income outcomes, I mean, incomes, and versus you know, seeing the habits that they're making at a young age, being mindful of why why they're taking on those habits, and then intention setting towards better habits. It's a fantastic show. I'm absolutely in love with with what I'm doing over there. It is is really just another passion of mine that I can really seize on to. And while I'm at this speaker training, learning better ways to be on the microphone now, uh, be on the microphone on stage, uh, there was a lot of opportunities during the six days. It was 12-hour days, 10 to 10, sometimes earlier in the morning, definitely sometimes later in the day, where um, one of the coaches up on stage, it was either um, Begala or Browning, would say a really cool quote. And so this week I thought I should go through some of these quotes and talk about them. And then as I was sitting here writing out the quotes, um, I realized that some of these are their own episode in and of themselves. And so I decided to take one of those and make it the centerpiece for today's episode. And so this is the quote that really stuck out to me. And I'll tell you the story behind it once you hear it. Here's the quote. Sometimes they are too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. Sometimes they are too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. I'll I'll repeat it one more time. Sometimes they are too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. Now, the reason this one stuck out the moment it was said, and when Matt was going through and talking about this one on stage, um, one of his his main passions is that he also um, is the preacher at his church in Michigan. And um, even though I myself am not a um, devoutly religious man, I find a lot of amazing things can come out of religion if you look at it with you know from a perspective of of engagement and love and you know that you know seventy percent of the planet believes in some sort of higher power um, with the rest of us either not believing in anything or believing in you know the universe such as I do or you know it's like an energy that is about us. Um, but lots of people, you know, whether it be Jewish or, or Muslim or Christianity and all the other ones, right? He starts telling this amazing story about how Jesus of Nazareth left Nazareth and went off and became this amazing prophet and was changing lives and had this huge following and, and all these people who were following him around, listening to him speak and preach and, and whatnot. And when he went back to Nazareth to do this, everyone was basically like isn't that the carpenter's son right like that's that's joseph's kid that's he's like a carpenter's son like what what's he doing preaching about you know god and all this higher power stuff and he so he tells this story in much more detail 
um, of just, you know, the different various places he would go speak and, and the following he would get. But when he went back to his own home town, people had a hard time seeing him as a prophet because they knew him as a carpenter's son. And someone else there said that there is a, um, someone else at this conference said that there is a quote that goes, and I believe it was, you can't be a prophet in your own home. And that meaning of that is, is in your own home, everybody sees you as mom, dad, brother, sister, whatever it is, your history is that's how they're seeing you. And that's what I want to talk about today when it comes to us in sobriety and recovery is that sometimes people are too busy seeing who we used to be in order to see who we've become and are becoming every day. And I think this is extremely, extremely important that we understand that this is the this is the juxtaposition, this is the quandary, this is the problem, this is the issue that th- those closest to us could be facing. When you see people doubting your sobriety, questioning your recovery, reminding you of how you used to behave, even though you're off doing so much better now, they're like, yeah, well, you know, I'm just waiting for you to fail me because you used to always fail me. I'm just waiting for you to be late because you used to always be late, right? And if there's this constant expectation of failure or uh, of not living up to what these people expect from us, then they're already searching for it. So if you're five minutes late, but there was, you know, a really, really, really good reason for it, you know, and I've said this before, excuses are reasons that could have been avoided. But if you're showing up somewhere and you're five minutes late and there's a really good reason, like a pterodactyl came out of nowhere, picked up your car and flew it back to your house and you had to redrive all the way there, that's a good reason. So if they're constantly looking for ways that you're going to fail them, at some point they're going to finally see it. Even if they have to make it up, they're going to see it and it's, been, it's going to become an issue of confrontation. So when you think about where people in your life are too busy seeing who you were versus who you are now and who you are becoming and who you will continuously become, there are some ways that we can start to work with them and their mindset to get them out of this fixed mindset that they're in and start really working on the growth mindset that we want them to get into. Because clearly you're in a growth mindset. You, you've stepped into sobriety and recovery. You're working your tail off. And for those of you out there who are like, yeah, but I've relapsed a couple of times and I've had to get back into it, or I've already relapsed and I'm not sure when I'm going to get back into it. Look, put the judgment on yourself. Just stop. This is tough stuff over here, guys. Tough stuff. If it, if it, was, if it was easy for everyone to get out of addiction, no one would be addicted. If it was easy for people to stop getting up in the middle of the night and eating food, even though they know they're not hungry, then no one would be doing that because no one really wants to do that. They're beating themselves up for for when they drink, when they eat, when they smoke, when they gamble, when they porn, when they whatever, right? But there are, there's, so so just be, be growth mindset with me during this episode and all the time, not just this episode, all the time, all the time, all the time. And think to yourself, are there times when you're too busy seeing who you were to see who you have, who you are becoming? Because it's, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? It's like with, it's like with religions. All these people believe in the, in their God, but no one's ever met their God. God didn't come down and say, Hey, what's up? This is totally an awesome book. If you follow it, I promise 
first class ticket to heaven, right? There's a lot of belief. People believe, people spend their entire existence on this planet believing that there's something after without ever actually having any proof. So if you think to yourself, well, I can't just believe that I'm already better. I can't believe that I'm already healed. I can't believe that I've already walked through this fire and I've come out on the other side. Yes, you can. Because there are billions of people on this planet proving every single day you can do just that. So first and foremost, you, you, you need to start seeing who you are becoming and stop seeing in the mirror who you used to be. I know this sounds crazy. In fact, I know this, I know that there's a feeling inside of you that when you say, I am this new version of me, I am in recovery, I am through the addiction, I am moving through that, that when you go to feel that, and there are plenty of programs out there that will tell you not to feel like you're no longer an addict. Always say you're an addict. Always know you're an addict. Always be an addict. Feel you're an addict. Say you're an addict. See that you're an addict. And I don't sign up for that, guys. Here's a little secret. If you spend every single day feeling like you're an addict and telling yourself you're an addict, and seeing an addict in the mirror. That's who's going to be looking back at you. That's who's going to be talking back to you. And that's the feeling you're going to get when you think about yourself. There's a reason I open up this show by saying that I am in addiction recovery. I will not release myself from saying that uh, for the rest of my life, if somebody's like, oh, you know, oh, you're an addict. No, I am in addiction recovery. I will not release that. I will not go off and start saying to people that I'm an addict because I'm not. I am no longer a drunk. Now, I might have some addiction issues with work, some addiction issues with, uh, you know, the way that uh, I work out and I eat. Like, I'm very mindful of that stuff now. But when it comes to the way that I used to drink and do drugs, that is in the past. And I am now seeing the new version of myself. I know who I am becoming. Just because you start to change the way you say it doesn't mean that you're going to go back to the way you used to be. But if every day you look in the mirror and you wake up and in the morning you say, you know, uh, I feel like an addict, and say to yourself you're an addict, and then you see yourself in the mirror and you're an addict, then where's the growth coming from that? That'd be like a little kid looking in the mirror and being like, you're stupid. You'll always be stupid. You'll never be anything but stupid. Like you wouldn't tell a little kid to say that just because they haven't, let's say, learned their ABCs. You would know that the ABC learning is coming. So you would never tolerate telling the little version of yourself that you're stupid just because you haven't learned the ABCs yet. Yes, we all are in addiction recovery, but we do not have to continuously tell ourselves and remind ourselves of who we used to be. By doing that, we anchor ourselves in that. I've talked about this on other episodes, so I'm going to release this part of the conversation for now because I really just want you guys to to start thinking about, are you too busy seeing who you were to see who you are becoming? Because if you're too busy doing that, there's a good chance other people around you are also too busy doing that. 
right? If, if people in your own home are too busy seeing the, the old addict instead of seeing this new person in sobriety and recovery, there's some ways that you can start to help them. And here they are. Step number one, it's your actions. Your actions. And yes, their actions do speak louder than words, which is why words comes further down on this list. Actions are huge, right? Change the time of day you, you get up. Change, you know, change, you know, change the way you get dressed in the morning. Change the what you wear. Change what you do. You know, if you say to somebody, I will be there at 3 p.m., then let your actions speak louder than your words and be there at 2.50. How are you acting? Because if you've taken alcohol and drugs and whatever, whatever got you into sobriety and recovery, it could be sugar, whatever it might be, but you, you continue to do the same actions, you continue to dress the same way. You know, for me, when I was a drunk, it was like sweatpants all the time and unkept hair. You know, now it's like, no, I leave the house and I'm wearing, you know, a good pair of jeans some nice shoes. I make sure that, you know, my socks are, are clean and aren't four days old. You know, actions. What are some of your actions that are in your own life that you're still replicating from your old usury days? And start to change those. You know, if you used to eat like a, if you used to eat like it was your last meal and, you know, the food was going to run out if you didn't eat it faster. And so it's like you were just shoveling into your mouth, then sit up straight, hold the silverware correctly, eat slowly, set your fork and knife down while you're chewing, wipe your mouth off with the, with the napkin once in a while, have good conversation at the dinner table, listen intently and not just to respond, like allow your actions to, to completely change. Yeah, there's going to be tons of books written on this stuff. Do this, do this, do this. Literally just see an action that you're replicating from your past that you no longer want to continue to have and then just change it. And if and, and for me, sometimes I literally am like, man, if I change this behavior, it, people are so used to me doing it this one way, they're going to know that I've changed. And maybe they ask me to change, or maybe they've heard me talk about wanting to change it. Then all of a sudden, they're going to see it change, and they're going to like, oh, look, I told him to change, and he did. Or, oh, look, he finally just gave in to what he's been saying all this time. Don't get yourself in that stupid circle, that stupid spinning around your head circle. It does you no good. Cookie Monster says it does you no good. If somebody says, would you please show up to our meetings 10 minutes early so that we, you can get settled and you can be ready at 3 o'clock, then just do it. Show them that respect because if you asked for it back, wouldn't you want them to do it for you? So think about your actions and don't allow ego to dictate whether you actually follow through and do that or not. Step number two, behaviors. What are your behaviors? And don't get these confused with your actions. You know, an action might be something that you're doing towards someone or because of something. Whereas how are you behaving is more about what you are experiencing inside that you're allowing to come outside, right? So if you are behaving vulgar. You used to use a lot of profanity in your usury days. Take profanity out of your out of your language for a day or two or seven or forever. Right? Like I, I have a problem with profanity. I work on it a lot. 
especially whenever I'm around people I know who aren't used to hearing cuss words. I f- it feels weird, right? It's okay to change the way that you talk around certain people so that you don't disrespect them, right? If if one of your be- if one of your behaviors is you know plopping down on the couch and grabbing the remote and changing it without asking anybody if they were watching that or burping or farting or just being otherwise disgusting, like just change that behavior. If one of your old behaviors was going to leave to go to the, this might sound like an action, but think of, think about the underlying essence of what I'm about ready to say. You're getting ready to go to the kitchen to get yourself an extra napkin and everybody else is eating in the living room. Do you not ask anybody if they want something while you're up? You're not being everybody's little bitch because you offer to get somebody something while you're up. It's the opposite. You're being loving and kind and friendly and freaking helpful. Like I've asked people, oh, hey, while you're up, would you mind? Oh, okay, what am I, your little bitch now? No, you're up. Like you're cool because if I was up, I would offer you. And if people aren't offering you when they get up and then you go to say something and they say, well, you didn't do it either, being like, okay, well, then let's all change that behavior. Let's all start acting differently towards one another. Think, But think about the way you behave towards everything around you. Are you throwing garbage on the ground as you walk down the street, even though there's a trash receptacle, right, you know, 20 yards up? Oh, my gosh, you've got to hold the empty can of soda for 20 more yards while you wait for a garbage can. Oh, no. What will I do? It's in my hand still. I mean, just fucking drop it. In a trash can. <laughs> if there was still beverage in it and you were finishing it as you walked up to the trash can, you would throw it in the trash can. So just because there's not one near you whenever you first finish it doesn't mean that it gives you the right to just drop it on the ground. Same with your cigarette butts. Same with straws. Same with anything. Like, Are you behaving like an animal? Are you behaving like someone who cares about the world around them? Because if you care about the world around you, the world will reciprocate that. Sure, it won't happen all the time. Somebody will behave rudely on the road and cut you off, right? That's, that's a behavior they have to, you don't know what's going on. They're behaving that way because perhaps they acted, they, their actions at home led them to be late. And now their behavior in the car is that of hurried and disheveled. And so now they have to drive erratically. Behaviors lead to actions just like actions can lead to behaviors. And it's why I put them at one and two. Words is coming up. But it's really important to question your behaviors. Question your attitude. It could have been actions and attitude. But I really think that the way I behave is a direct reflection of my attitude. And if I were to reshoot this podcast, maybe I would say attitude a little bit more than I just did. But think about the actions in step one. And there's really no steps. These are all just a list, okay? So let it be non-numerical. There's actions, behaviors, and there's words. What are the words you're using towards people? Again, another direct reflection of the attitude, behavior, action circle that we've got ourselves in now, okay? Are you using profanity all the time? Are you using negative talk all the time? Do you start all your sentences off with the word no? Anytime somebody says something, it's no. Even if you agree, wow, the sky's really blue. No, the sky is really blue today. I know people who do this, and so do you. I know you do. Now that I've said that you do, you already picked out three people that you know walk around with this negative, this negative talk so much that it's almost like when you want to be positive, the last thing you want to do is come across these, these people. 
are using positive affirmations. You know, I haven't done that yet, but I know I, I know I can as soon as I as, as soon as I start trying or as soon as I start working on it. I didn't know that I was going to be able to rock my sobriety and recovery as well as I have over these last 28 months, mind you. I knew there would be tough days, but I'm still rocking it because like, you know what? I'm still here. Tomorrow's month is, is my anniversary. It's month 28. Sure, there have been bad days. That's life. That's not sobriety and recovery. So I'm not going to use negative talk. Like, oh, today was so hard. God, I wish I could drink. No. Today was difficult, but I'm really glad I got a chance to do it sober and in recovery because this, because this is really the best mindset and mind frame I can be in right now to deal with what I've faced today. That's the words you're using, guys. That's the mentality you're taking on. Because when your actions become positive towards other people, they will have no choice but to start acting positively towards you or you're going to decide not to be around them as much. Your behaviors and attitude will start being positive towards other people, and then they will start behaving that way to you. They will start to mirror it, and if they don't, and it annoys you or aggravates you, then say something. Hey, you know, I noticed that whenever I get up, I offer you something from the kitchen. And I just noticed you don't do it back. Is there a reason? You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to start something here, um, but at the same time, I'm just really interested in knowing, you know, what what's your mindset? Because... I want to be really helpful whenever I'm up and I'm just not feeling it reciprocated. You're not doing good things for people so that they reciprocate and they do them back. But if you live with someone and you're constantly around them and them not reciprocating, them not seeing the world that you are, they don't have to. But it's worthy of your time to have that discussion. It is worthy of your time to have that discussion. Because if not, then it, you're going to start building up in a resistance, this negative resistance towards interacting with them. And then that's going to lead towards resentments towards that person, which will lead to rejection, which at some point will lead to reprocession, which is a fancy word for like a breakup, which is what happens in marriages and in friendships. So all this is going on. And... All of these are things that you can control, your actions, your behaviors and attitudes, and your words. And then think, are people around you too busy seeing who you used to be and, and, and unable to see who you are today and who you are becoming? Because sometimes they are too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. And if that's the case, it is worth a conversation. And people have to give you time to prove it to them. Well, they don't have to, but they can continuously be annoyed with you until three months go by and you've not let them down and you've not shown up late and you've always asked them if they need anything and you've been kind and giving and caring. And they're like, oh, well, now I believe it. Well, well then thanks for nothing. Because I'm over here busting my ass. I know you guys are busting your ass. And I want you to be able to have these conversations with people. You may not be able to be a prophet in your own home, but you can certainly change the way people see you there. You know you can, because I've given you some amazing tips and tricks and hacks just now, and you're going to take these, and the next time you see someone too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become, now you'll know actions, behaviors, attitudes, words. Have you changed your actions, behaviors, attitudes, and words around them? 
And if you think you have, but it's somehow not landing, then have the conversation. Hey, you know, I've been doing this, but you're still acting like this. And, you know, it's just, it's concerning to me because I'm not quite understanding, you know, uh, what, what you're feeling, seeing, or hearing um, that will allow you to, you know, to get on board with what I'm doing because this is really important to me and I'd really like your support. This is really important to me and I would really like your support. If you say that to somebody and they're unwilling to do that, I'll let you decide how to interact with that person in the future. But I think you know what I would say. One of the words that comes to mind is warily. Just be wary around those people. Because if you've asked for their support and they're not willing to give it to you, that's a conversation that you need to have and you need to finish and you need to make a decision. Do not let people be too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. You have walked through the fire and now no doubt you've come out of it carrying buckets for the next person so that you can help them. That's what we do here. We support one another. We encourage one another. And even without ever having met you guys, I love you all. Because that's the kind of inclusiveness we need on this planet. You guys remember that, all right? Don't let people be too busy seeing who you were to see who you've become. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me here on From Sobriety to Recovery. Please go over to the app, whatever you're listening to it in. Subscribe, rate, review. You don't have if you don't like typing things out, that's fine. But you've got an account. Just hit subscribe. Give me a few stars. Let people know what you're thinking. Give me five. That would be awesome. And as always, as always, be kind to one another. Love one another. Be inclusive toward one another. The power of positive energy. Release it and your life will flow. I promise you. Much love. See you next week. Bye-bye. 